this is Osatru Academics here. Osatru is the belief in the Norse gods. It's the native Norse religion. Think Vikings, Thor, Odin, etc. The etc is what I talk about. The Icelandic sagas, the Poetic Edda, and the Prose Edda are collectively called the lore. Those old writings are what Osatru is reconstructed from. Y'all have requested that I translate some of the outdated language of the lore and read it to you. The Volispa is undeniably one of the most important writings of the lore, if not the most important. I also feel like it's the most difficult one to grasp because of the antiquated language and the cryptic nature of poetry. So I'm going to paraphrase Volispa from the Poetic Edda for you. If you've already read Volispa, then this is perfect for you to get a different interpretation than yours. A new perspective. If you haven't read it yet, I'm making this to help you when you do read it. When you come back to Volispa and read through it, it will be easier to understand the deeper meanings than just coming to it cold turkey. Before I get started into it, I want to make very clear that you should still read the Poetic Edda. I don't care if you listen to this 400 times and memorize it. I mean, I would care because that's given off some very creep vibes. But listening to a paraphrase isn't the substitution for reading it. Why and how does it make a difference? Three reasons. First, something special happens when you read poetry. As floofy as that sounds, it's true. It becomes personal. You make your own inferences to the cryptic meanings. You come up with your own hypotheses and viewpoints. It can speak to you instead of having a middleman, or in this case, a woman. Listening to someone else's viewpoint without forming your own will not have the same spiritual or emotional impact. Based on everyone's different backgrounds, experiences, and current situation in life, the same poem can have very different meanings. Even if you're not a poetry fan, I get it. I'm not. You probably experienced that with vague song lyrics. A song written years ago by someone you've never met can sing about the exact situation you're going through. Or you can suddenly understand a deeper meaning to a song you've heard 400 times in the past. That's why you read poetry for yourself. You wouldn't have someone else tell you about a song you've never listened to and then never listen to it after. The second reason why it isn't a substitution for reading it yourself? This is a translation of a translation. I'm not translating it from the old manuscripts into English. I'm translating it to modern English from four different translations. Who translated it out of those old manuscripts? Poetry degrades in its complexities and depth with each translation. These episodes are a great starting point for you to understand what the heck is going on in the Poetic Edda. So when you read through it, you aren't spending time trying to figure that out and can focus on the meaning instead. Lastly, the third reason why this isn't a substitution for reading the edit yourself, I am not going to be reading it off verbatim for you since that would be pointless for both of us. You could just read it yourself. I'm going to be translating the poetry into prose so it's clear to understand what is going on in each stanza and its general meaning. I'm going to be adding a little explanation of who each character is. Since I'm going to be paraphrasing some of the sentences, it's going to lose a lot of layers of depth in the meaning as a result. Some background on the Volispo. First, the historical facts, then the content stuff. Volispo is believed to be written around 1000 CE. The name literally means prophecy of the witch. It's preserved in the Codex Regis, Hoke's book, and quoted in Snorri's prose Edda. What makes Volispo so special and important is that so many other stories are hinted or referenced to in it. It's written as if those reading it know all of the poetic Edda already. The ending is a cliffhanger which might not have been on purpose though. 
The overall story of Volispo is a wise old witch telling Odin and all the humans about the past and the future. And let me tell you, this lady is full of snark and sass. She is a royal jerk to Odin. She is petty as can be. And it is glorious to imagine this exchange. The exact events she chooses to remind Odin of are purposefully sneering. She picks personal events to recall and to remind him. At her kindest, she brings up neutral events, which are just to get to the painful ones. She just really does not like Odin. She talks about his most painful moments and his greatest fear, Ragnarok. She mocks him repeatedly as supposedly being so wise and also knowing, but pointing out his wisdom, magic skills, and knowledge were talked to him by others, including herself. She tells him about the past with the creation of the universe, the first murder, which Odin did, the first war, which he started, the creation of the dwarves and humans, which he couldn't do by himself despite the title of Allfather, the blood feud that started with the giants, Odin's fault, the murder of Baldur, which was his kid, Hoth's death, his other son, Loki's punishment, which was his blood brother, etc. She picks very negative personal events for Odin to remember. Then she reminds him that she already told him his gory future. She talks how his clan, his kingdom, and creation itself will die. It's not a very nice conversation. She basically is rubbing it in his face that she knows so very much to the guy who is obsessed with knowing everything. She flaunts that she knows his secrets and secrets of others. She rubs it in his face. And we can't assume that the dead lady is even human considering that she said she was raised by giants. It could be figuratively, meaning that she learned what she knows from the earth, the sea, the mountains, etc., it would explain her hostilities, though, if she was a giant. She could be the Vanir witch that was stabbed and burned three times by Odin. That would certainly explain her being ticked off with him. Or that could have been a metaphor for just refining gold and the destruction of greed. Regardless, Odin made a lot of enemies in his adventures, and clearly she was one of them. So let's hear what she has to say. Here's the Volispa. Listen to me, every single human. Odin, father of the dead, you brought me back from the dead to ask what I remember about the gods and mankind from long, long ago. Oh, I remember a lot of what's gone on. I remember giants from long ago. I remember the nine worlds and giantesses. I remember the seed that the world tree Idrasil came from. I remember so long ago. It was the very, very beginning. It was the time of the first giant. There was nothingness, absolutely nothing. Then Odin and his brothers created everything in earth. The sun was warm and the plants grew so well in it. The sun and the moon would go across the sky. The gods called a meeting. They decided to measure time with the sun and the moon. The passing of the sun or moon would be a day and the moons would make a year. The gods enjoyed playing board games in their beautiful city. They were all so happy and had as much money and as much stuff as they wanted. That was until the three evil giantesses came. I also remember the gods had another meeting. They decided to create a race of dwarfs and give them a strong king. 
I also remember when three gods, Odin, Honir, and Loki, left Asgard to create another race. They crudely formed two bipedal humanoids. They brought them to life. Honir put a soul in them. Loki made their hair and their typical human look. Odin brought them to life. Another thing I remember is a huge ash tree, Idrisil. It's an evergreen tree above the magic well. Three wise ladies live by the magic well. Their names are past, present, and future. They decide how long every single human will live and how each will die. Odin, I remember the first murder there ever was. Long story short, Goldstrength the witch was stabbed with spears and burned. They did that three times. She just kept coming back to life after she died. Actually, let me tell the whole story. That whole mess started when she came to Asgard. All the gods and goddesses loved getting their fates told to them by her or have her do magic for them. For a fee, naturally. She was a powerful witch and could do all sorts of magic. But the gods and goddesses were spending all their money on her services. She was getting filthy rich. The chief gods held a meeting trying to decide if they should let her stay in Asgard any longer. Odin was the one who started the violence. He threw a dang spear into her. Then they set her on fire. She came back to life because, like I said, she was a powerful witch. They stabbed her and burned her again. She came back right after she died, so they did it a third time. This caused the first war of all time with her clan, the Vanir. They were witches and sorcerers. They destroyed the outer walls of Asgard with magic during the war. The war finally ended with a treaty and hostages exchanged for insurance. The Aesir needed to rebuild the wall after the war, though. They lied to the giant who was rebuilding the wall. They promised him that Freya, Odin's wife, would marry him if he completed the wall. They held another meeting about what to do since the wall was nearly done despite Loki's attempts to stop him, and Odin never had the intention of giving his wife to the giant as payment in the first place. Thor was mad at the idea of broken promises and lies. He was really ticked off hearing the gods scheme and try to figure out ways to lie. He just killed the giant and was done with it. This deceit and murder started the world-ending blood feud between the Aesir and the giants. What else do I know? Let's talk about the more recent. I know where Heimdall hid his ear under Idrisil. I know where you hid your eye, Odin. By the way, have you learned enough since you traded it for knowledge? Apparently not since you're here asking me. Why have you even summoned me? We've already all done this before. Remember when you came to me with Mimir? When you paid me for prophecies, wisdom, and to look out over all the nine worlds for your own fate? I do. I remember all that I saw about it too. I remember Odin's maidservants bringing in the dead warriors to train for his final battle army. Another one of his futile attempts to cheat fate. I remember your son Baldur being killed. Remember that? When your other son Hoth stuck him right through with a big old mistletoe stick. I remember Hoth being killed the very next day too. Your wife was oh so very sad. You want me to keep going? I remember seeing Loki, your blood brother that you swore to, bound up with his poor wife, Sigyn, stuck having to care for him through all that misery. You want me to keep going? I remember your three other good friends, the ice giants, the dwarves, and Hela. 
The ice giants in the north with slushy rivers for traveling. The dwarves down in Svartalheim, home of the black elf craftsmen. Hell, the goddess who is going to lead the other two in your fatal war. She's sitting in her hall of pain and suffering and death, full of liars, seducers, murderers, waiting to go. Want me to keep going? I saw Agraboda, Loki's mistress. I saw Fenrir, the wolf that took Tyr's hand already. I saw the dead come back and Asgard will be overtaken and made bloody. The sun will turn black and the weather will be foul. You want me to keep going? I saw the war horn of the giants be blown happily. I saw the war horn of hell deep below the earth being blown loudly. Fenrir will break free from his bonds and come for you. I see the whole end of the future. I see the apocalypse of the gods. Brothers will fight against each other. Brothers and cousins will kill each other. The world will be harsh. It will be hard to survive. It'll be full of adultery, war, fighting, storms. Every man will be foul and betray each other. Once Heimdall blows that alarm horn, the god's fate is sealed. It will be so terrible that the nine worlds will be disturbed. Fenrir is coming. Jormungandr will come in a furious rage. The general of the giants is coming for battle. The ship with the most vile dead warriors will be coming to fight against you, with scorned Loki as its captain. And all the land of the giants will be roaring. The gods will hold a meeting. The gods, the elves, and even the animals will be terrified and not know what to do. You want me to keep going? The earth will be mutilated by the war and all the death. Surt, the king of the fire giants, will come with the sword of Frey. Frey will be killed by the king of the fire giants by the very sword he traded to get his giantess wife. Then comes Odin and Fenrir meeting in battle. Frigga is going to be so heartbroken again. The father of victory, Odin, is going to be swallowed whole. Strong Vithar, another son of Odin, will avenge his father by killing Fenrir by stabbing him in his heart with his sword. Then Thor will meet Jormungandr in battle. Thor will kill the serpent with his furious rage. But... Only make it nine more steps away before the poison from the serpent will kill him as well. All humans will die because of his death. All hope and goodness will be gone. Everything lovely will be gone. All nine worlds will be devastated. The earth will recover and come back, though. Nature will return to normal and even better. The few surviving gods will get together and reminisce about Thor's battle with Jormungandr, the epic battle of Ragnarok, and Odin's wisdom. The gods will play board games again and be happy. There will be plenty of food and little work. There will be no sickness. Baldr and Hoth will even come back to Asgard to live in Valhalla. Do you want me to keep going, Allfather? Hornir will rule Asgard. He will be a great ruler. Baldur and Hoth will live in Asgard again. Valhalla will be covered in gold, full of feasting with great people. Then the dark dragon will come with an army of the dead. But I must go now.
If you have any topics or questions in particular you want me to talk about, send me a message on Instagram at osutreeacademics. And hey, it makes both of our lives easier if I don't have to guess what you want to learn about and you get to learn more quickly. Subscribe so you don't have to spend time checking to see if I made your episode yet. Plus, you get to learn others' answers too. Win, win, win. Triple win for the win. Till next time.